Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io/ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, happy Friday. It's Michelangelo. We're going deep sea diving. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. All right. Been going through the archives. The sound that describes today's segment is this. Water. This segment that I found is from March of 2008. And Joe Getty... He visited North Carolina to visit his younger brother, Andy, and Andy is in the military, and Joe got to see a $2 billion submarine, one of the newest submarines that the government was coming out with at the time. This segment was fascinating because Joe gets to talk about all the details of the ship. He talks about meeting with his brother. He talks about how things are classified. There's just so many things you don't think about when it comes to being on a submarine. And Joe does a great job of describing the ship and his experience and the experiences with the people on the ship. And uh, it's one of those segments you just sit down and listen. It's just very entertaining. I found it very entertaining and informative. So with that said, let's go back to 2008. Back when Joe Getty went on one of the newest and best submarines in the United States. All right, now. Uh, For those who are not familiar with the scenario, here is it. Here it is. Here be it. There is a brand spanking new submarine that has just uh, gotten done with the manufacturing. The United States Navy has just put it through its paces, uh, fixed all the rattles, etc. It's still got some work to be done with it, and it will be commissioned in about a month. It is the most advanced submarine in the history of mankind. To take on China. And thank God, uh, it's classified, thank God 
It is uh, a United States submarine, specifically uh, the soon-to-be USSS North Carolina. Do we have any idea what this baby cost? Uh, yes, I know exactly what it costs, about $2.5 billion. Yipes! Which I was explaining to Declan last night, since a million is, or a billion rather, is a thousand million. They took a million dollars and spent it a thousand times. Then they took a million dollars and spent it a thousand more times. Then they got a million dollars and spent it 500 more times. And that is what the submarine costs. But So it must have like a lot of Italian marble in the bathrooms and gold faucets? It has got 8,000 cup holders. Um, actually, it's got a lot of cup holders because these sons of guns drink a lot of coffee. Anyway, um, my brother, my younger brother, my little brother is the XO. He's the executive officer. He's the second in command. Of, Hugs and kiss. Exactly. Of said the XO. <laughs> of, <laughs> of said submarine. They were doing a opportunity uh, for media from North Carolina, the state it's named for, Wilmington, where it's Wilmington. Um, well, the, the sponsor city uh, in Virginia, where it's going to be based at first and various people, a media tour to come aboard the submarine, do a day and a half or so cruise uh, where we go out to sea, plunge into the ocean, do all sorts of crazy maneuvers. Fire on the Chinese. Um, well, actually, we fired. Uh, we did several battle drills against Nation Orange was the name of it. Clearly China. They used to say Nation Red, but it was too obvious, uh. according to one sailor who will remain nameless. Um, and then and w- then went back to port. Um, and I'll start at the end. It was, uh, it was indescribable. It was spectacular, mind-boggling. Um, and, and I don't even know where to begin. I literally don't know where to begin because I have so much in my head. I've got a bunch of notes on a tape recorder since I got in middle of the night last night and got up just a couple hours later i haven't transcribed it or anything but what did it feel like so i think what we should do is you should ask me questions thank you what did it feel like it felt like because you're inside does it be inside a boat yes it felt motionless most of the time it on the top it had a bit of a gentle rolling i've actually got some statistics on it which i should have at so my you felt fingertips. like you were in this room when you were cruising around yeah yeah a fairly small room with an unusually low ceiling and 25 glowing full color computer monitors crammed with technology that only existed on pluto as far as i knew how many people were in the thing the or thing, can be in the thing the thing submerged jack weighs um 7800 tons so it is rather a stable craft. How many people? The crew's about 100 and, well, I've got it right here, 134. 117 is the minimum mm-hmm. to set out to sea. Um, so it feels stable a lot. There are time, There were times we were 500 feet under the ocean, um, and, and they might have been goofing with us. We might have never left port, or at least I'd say that, except that I was kind of on top of the sub when we were doing leaving and, and coming back. But... Um, the only time it really got, um, you had a sense of what this thing was doing was they perform a training exercise um, called angles and dangles, um, where they practice their sharp turns, their rises, their plungers, etc. Partly because that's the best way to know if somebody's following you. That way, you clear your blind spot with the sonar or whatever. That's what I do when I'm driving home. Did you <laughs> did you see uh, Hunt for Red October? With the crazy Ivan and such, all that stuff is is very real. So during the angles and dangles, we were 
um, at a 20% incline, which you got to, you know, you figure 45%, you would be plunging and busting your mouth mm-hmm. on things. So it's it's a little short So you can that. obviously feel that. Oh, very, very much so. You have to brace yourself because the whole thing is leaning forward and we're plunging down deep into uh, to the deep, deep ocean where the weird fish with the glowing eyes live. To go underneath China. <laughs> that is so classified. And um, you could really sense what was happening then and thinking, boy, it says we got a thousand more feet before we hit the bottom, but I'm really wondering. Are there any windows that you see the water? Only when you're a, when you're on the surface, you can climb up uh, onto the deck or up into the, the bridge. The, uh, the sail is the big part on the top of the submarine. Only then. Otherwise, no, there are absolutely no submer- uh, no uh, windows. And again, they could have been. We could have been ten feet under the water, five hundred feet under mm-hmm. the water, under China, as you've so charmingly suggested. We never left port. You would never know. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of a weird sensation. Uh, but anyway, getting back to the sail, you should know this. Jack will appreciate this uh, because he knows how I am with heights and precipices. To go up to the sail when we were underway. You're on the very bottom of the boat where you get hooked up into your safety harness, and you look up, and there's a little ladder you climb that goes up to the ceiling of the floor you're on, and then up, another ceiling, up, another ceiling, then up, the final ceiling, and so you're looking up a four-story ladder with just a hole. So, you know, if you fall from up on the bridge, you just, you're all the way to the bottom of the deck. Um, and, and one of the guys said he's seen somebody fall from the top once and he wouldn't talk about what happened. Um, cause I asked him, uh, but I was not going to not do it. And so with sweat pouring down me and my legs, practically, not practically shaking, actually shaking. Um, of course I was hungry. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man of larger carriage. I don't miss a lot of meals and I hadn't eaten. Um, so with urine on the tops of your shoes, you climbed dripping down yeah they put some towels under me which was really good of them and i appreciate that uh, my taxpayer dollars whisked them away without telling anybody i just stared straight ahead and just kept climbing up to the thing and then you get up onto the bridge and there's this big friggin' manhole of a hatch that's open it's just a hole and you're looking down four stories if you choose to look down which i did once four and not stories again. wow well and and they're <clears throat> shorter than the usual stories so it'd be like a three-story building um and then there's an area like a foot wide at the top to put your feet on either side or like kind of two sides of the circle um and people are coming up and i'm clutching onto this with this gaping hole beneath me and then you could actually climb a little further up like the side of the submarine onto the top of the thing I didn't do that. I was all right to be up on the bridge at the very top looking at the ocean coming over the bow of the sub, which was So when they cruise around, do they usually cruise around on the surface or do they go underwater? No. When they're just they, traveling around? Almost never on the surface. Okay. That's, so it's easier to travel around underwater. That that submarine <sighs> is so quiet. It is, it is essentially silent that the only time it can be detected, barring a mishap or a really lucky stroke by the, uh, the, the bad guys... Um, is when it's on the surface. How long is it? It is <clears throat> 377 feet. So longer than it a football is, field. Yeah, Probably it, what the end zone's about a football field. Uh, Yeah, almost exactly. It's 34 feet wide. Uh, oh, this is the funny part. I was asking all sorts of questions about it, and I was very proud of myself because by the close of business Friday, I had gotten four to four and a half. I'm sorry, that's classifieds. 
um, stuff they just couldn't tell me about. It uh, jacket can make a speed in excess of twenty five knots. The hell's that? That's uh, you know thirty miles per hour, something okay. like that. It's in excess of it. How much in excess of it? No, so it goes. You'd like find a bullet. It goes one hundred and fifty miles an hour, but they're not going to tell you that. And I'd been reading a lot about submarines and submarine warfare and intelligence gathering and, and history and stuff. I said, so what uh, depths is this thing rated to? In excess of eight hundred feet. Anything beyond that, they won't even confirm that it's eight hundred and two feet. Well, why would you? Yeah. Well, Probably, right. You know. Right. Exactly. Why would you? And the other interesting thing was there was a, a door, a locked door, behind which the uh, the motor and the uh, nuclear reactor sat. Where again, they would have put a bullet in my head. My brother might have done it himself um, if I attempted to venture back there. That's super super classified. But I was surprised how little of it was. Um, I'm so mad. I could have brought my video camera. And I didn't. I took a ton of pictures. How are the bathrooms? But I wanted facilities? to show the boy. Well, the, uh, small. Uh, you've been in an airline bathroom, right? Like that? Yeah, uh, except smaller. No. <laughs> I don't know how that works. You've got to stand outside and put your dingus in so through the doorway. Lean your hind in through the door. <laughs> right. You've essentially got to shoot it out of the back of you at the toilet. No, it's about airline bathroom. Um, my, my brother is the XO. He has his own room. Only he and the captain have their own place. And, um, and they, then they share a bathroom. Um, and so my accommodations, Andy Very went ahead and had gay. me in, uh, <laughs> oh, don't ask, don't tell. Um, Andy had me in his little room there, which is way better than the other media geeks got, um, which I'd like to, I know a number of them are listening online today. Listen, that was so I could catch up with my brother. I would have been happy to sleep in the same really cramped accommodations. He's just you saying that. Oh, yeah, I don't mean it. <laughs> no, certainly not. <laughs> certainly not. Uh, much more to tell you. Much more to tell you. Stay in tuned. Two and oh. a half billion dollars for that one boat. Yes. That's unbelievable. You know, I'm very jealous of Joe. I would love to be able to go deep sea diving and see everything that's under the sea. But my favorite part of this segment is when he talks about how they kept telling him, uh, yeah, that's classified. Uh, yeah, that's classified. And they give him non-answers. And of course, it's for national security. And I got to give Joe credit for climbing that ladder. I know he has a fear of heights. I'm not sure I could have climbed that ladder. I think I would have gotten maybe halfway up and started freaking out and climbed back down. I know he didn't want to embarrass himself, especially in front of his brother, probably. I don't know if I could have climbed that ladder. I had a hard enough time climbing the high dive back when they had those at swimming pools. Anyway, let's get to part two of when Joe visits one of the best submarines in the world. So uh, I, Joe, off uh, on, on a submarine over the weekend, uh, the guest of the... North Carolina and its crew, its captain. And by the way, before I get back more to the boat, um, we have a link on armstrongandgettyradio.com that's got a really good schematic layout, not like the electronics and stuff, but a, a layout of the submarine and what it looks like and kind of get an idea of, of you know, what's where. Um, I, I'm saying this not because I should or I have to, but because I mean it. A lot of mean, nasty people and nations on the earth and I will actually sleep better at night and feel better about the future of the country having seen the captain and crew of the North Carolina in action. These guys operate at standards of quality, responsibility, and efficiency that most of us can only dream of. Well, only because they were tricked by the recruiters into joining and they have no other options in life. Every guy I, I talked to scared me he was so smart scared me i thought 
I better just not talk at him no more. Um, so what is that that thing you've said before about when a submarine goes out, it's the something or other biggest navy in the world? Oh, oh, when uh, well, that was that was what my brother told me about the boomers, the uh, ballistic uh, missile submarines that are essentially just floating uh, missile sites. Now he's on an attack sub, although the attack sub has, and I'm going to get this almost right. The attack sub has four torpedo tubes for either torpedoes or Tomahawk missiles. And then 14, I believe, it's either 14 or 16 vertical missile tubes that can unleash hell. Or as the chief weapons officer put it, put a warhead on her forehead. <laughs> um, Inflict state violence, as Colin Powell says. Yes, and, and well said, Colin. Um, but when the boomers set to see uh, just one of them, I think is... The world's fourth most powerful military or something like that in terms of armaments. Um, but Captain Davis and and my brother, the first officer, um, and it was really cool to see him doing his thing. I've I've never lacked in respect for my little brother, uh, nor love. I, I just I, even when you were like seven, you're making was, him eat grass. There was a bit of a lack of respect there, frankly. I'm willing to cop to that, although not the way he tells it. Anyway, well, <laughs> history is written by the victors, I guess. So we'll see. Um their dedication, partly out of the need to keep themselves alive, to being perfect is mind-boggling to those of us in regular life. The captain was talking to us about uh, the nature of running a ship efficiently, and he said the one thing that we absolutely insist on is 100% accountability. You must not, you dare not, you will not cover up in the slightest any mistake you have made. We will be 100% honest every second of the day. That makes sense. And he walked into the control room. At one point, we navigated our way out of the little channel and the the port and out in the ocean. And he came down from the bridge way up top. And he came down and said, um, he said, that second turn was terrible. What happened? And and the guy who was at the map, you know, his career's on the line and everything. The the navigator and the officer, uh, I can't remember all the terms for their various positions at various times. He said, yeah, we got a little wide here. Um, I think it was this, that, that. And the captain said, well, I think if you did this, you'd be a little tighter. And then you swing it around and you'd be able to stay in line because we were awfully far right. And uh, the captain said, what do you think we can do better next time? And the other guy said it. And it was absolutely business. There was no whining. There was no, but he told me to. <laughs> there, there was, oh, God, there was none of the crap. We all deal with every day. But you know, there were but no- part of that reason for that is is that that um, there's there's no point in the whining and stuff like that because they could get rid of you, right? In in civilian life, you can't get rid of anybody, right? <laughs> so, oh, so I think aren't that- we building a wonderful, wonderful economy that way? I think that's the worst, you know. Yeah. Oh, and they that's how will you get efficiency. The person that's you know blaming it on somebody else, you get rid of them, get somebody else that won't. Right. You get somebody who says. Yes, sir, I got wide. I got too wide there. And then they decide how to make it better, and they say, okay, that's what we'll do next time. It was really, it was it was good to see. Um, the, the technology aboard, uh, In if you gave me six hours, I couldn't begin to rant and rave enough about it. The system for creating oxygen. You know what? It, it's the, the technical prowess of the United States of America and the immigrants from the other parts of the world uh, writ huge on this $2.5 billion submarine. Um, from the weapons systems and the... 
the uh, the way they create oxygen and scrub the air um, to the my God the the multiple sorts of sonar for um, can we hear the sonar? <laughs> this is what it sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of that. So I need to admit to you. Here I am looking the upper right of that, listening carefully to the uh, carefully to the high tech sonar gear. You mm-hmm. know what I was doing there? Mm-mm. I was listening to dolphins and shrimp and a whale at one point. Oh, you could hear Dolph- fish. Dolphins. You know what they sound like? Dolphins. They sound exactly like you expect dolphins to sound. But shrimp click. Shrimp make this weird, like they're at a slam poetry fest thing. They Very give you weird. a shirt to wear. Uh, that was my Christmas present from Andy. Okay, because I was worried about my taxpayer money again. Uh, no, oh, no, no. In fact, I had to pay for my meals. Good. Well, you've already paid for your meals, so. Well, I had to pay for them again. Yeah. <laughs> or I had to pay for the rest of it. Because normally we all pitch in a millionth of a cent each. Mm-hmm. for the me- Yes, Scott. When you did your descent, did the captain at all ever yell, dive, dive? Yes. Oh, that's so cool. And I have tape of it. Not only him, other people. Dive, dive. Is there a periscope? And you know what the warning is for diving? Aruga. Oh, really? Aruga. That, more or less, yeah. It's fabulous. Is there a periscope? Yes, but not the old kind anymore. It's now like a super high-tech digital camera. It's not a thing that comes down, you put your hands on the handles and look around? No. No, it used to be until very, very recently. They should put one on for journalists. The new... Uh, one. Oh, this one was cool. This one was a big flat-screen TV. And they had a couple of them. So you didn't have to be looking through it. You're just sitting there in the, the mind-bogglingly complex uh, control room there. And it was like on big screen TVs. You just watch like you're watching a ball game or something. Huh. Listening to whales, watching the oceans, very relaxing. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was. It was unbelievable. I have to blog about it. Perhaps I'll blog. Do that. But I tell you what, the uh, the the intelligence, the dedication, the energy of the crew and the officers and the captain was like out of a movie you would say was unrealistic. Are you listening, China? Are you listening, China? I wouldn't. It's 832. I'm telling you, I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Or I had to pay for the rest of it. Because normally we all pitch in a millionth of a cent each. Mm -hmm. Yes, Scott. When you did your descent, did the captain at all ever yell, dive, dive? Yes. Oh, that's so cool. And I have tape of it. Not only him, other people. Dive, dive. Is there a periscope? And you know what the warning is for diving? Aruga. Oh, really? Aruga. Cool. That? More or less, yeah. It's fabulous. Is there a periscope? Yes, but not the old kind anymore. It's now like a super high-tech digital camera. It's not a thing that comes down. You put your hands on the handles and look around? No. No, it used to be until very, very, very recently. They should put one on for journalists. The new... Uh, one. Oh, this one was cool. This one was a big flat-screen TV. And they had a couple of them, so you didn't have to be looking through it. You're just sitting there in the the mind-bogglingly complex uh, control room there, and it was like on big screen TVs. You just watch like you're watching a ball game or something, huh. listening to whales, watching the oceans, very relaxing. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, it was it was it was unbelievable. I have to blog about it. Perhaps I'll blog. Do that. But I tell you what, the uh, the the intelligence, the dedication, the energy 
of the crew and the officers and the captain was like out of a movie you would say was unrealistic. Are you listening, China? Are you listening, China? I wouldn't. It's 832. I'm telling you, I wouldn't. You know, after hearing that segment, I felt really good about our military, feeling very patriotic. Thought Joe did a great job of describing that submarine, and I gotta admit, I'd love to get on one. Well, I'll be going through the archives again this week, and join me again for another A&G Classic segment. Well, I guess that's it. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.